Welcome back to the Talk and Chop podcast brought to you by the folks at Chief of Staff KC, your local trusted talent scouts making connections that matter. Right. Joining us this week is our great friend Andrew Tate with Kansas City Realty Services. Andrew, uh, did you have a good Christmas? A beautiful Christmas. Oh, yeah. Good. All the holidays. Good. <laughs> That's right. Got any New Year's plans coming up? Uh, yeah, going to get together with some friends. Nothing too crazy. Cool. You know, I'm... 39, so I don't get too nuts anymore. <laughs> it'll be fun. 2020 is going to be an awesome year. There we go. Good deal. Love it. Um, well, yeah, we're back. I know that we uh, COVID forced us to punt last it's week. Been a bit, um, yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we're back for week 16. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the Chiefs had two dominant victories yeah. uh, since we've been gone with the uh, the Chargers and then mm-hmm. the Steelers. And then we have a huge game coming up against the Bengals, which mm-hmm. if you would have told me at the beginning of the year that one of the biggest games of the year would be against the, the Bengals. I would have thought you're taking crazy pills. <laughs> That's but, right. Yeah. That's um, right. But, yeah, we'll, we'll get into all that coming up here shortly. But first, we're bringing you our position of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff KC. Um, your local trusted talent scouts making connections that matter. We're a recruiting firm in Brookside, and we'll bring mm-hmm. you the best accounting and finance, admin, marketing, HR, operations, and sales uh, talent that Kansas City has to offer. Lucas, right. what do we got this week? Well, all these positions are going to run right into Q1 of 2022, and, and every company out there is looking to hire going into Q1. They have their new budgets. They have the, mm-hmm. the, their new spending limits. And so um, even if these positions don't appeal to you, still reach out to us as we have plenty of others that we yep. don't see here in market. Um, the one that I want to talk about, though, is with the nonprofit. Uh, they help underprivileged families and, and kids uh, have health care. And so it's an accounting manager position looking for about five to seven years of experience give or take. It's more of a wish list, uh, but they just want to see more corporate accounting experience on the resume. Um, Give me a shout on that one. It's pretty competitive pay for the nonprofit world. And then we have our, our sales division, they're kicking off like crazy. They have insurance sales positions. They have logistics sales positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in, in, inbound, um, kind of more account management type of sales roles where you're upselling on books. I mean, I, I don't even have time to name them all, but <laughs> if, if you want to get into a new industry uh, or a new sales role with competitive, you know, base and commission yeah. type of structure, give us a shout. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of product placement around here, but the, the, a the, couple. the, the podcast <laughs> is actually sponsored by Chief of Staff KC, believe yeah, it or not. That's right. Uh, we got, uh, you know, Rieger Distillery and Boulevard up there, but, you know, shouts to our friends at State Your Line and let me be brief. Yep. Um, but yeah, Lucas, take it away, man. All right, Andrew. Well, appreciate you being on the show. You've done a little research on your own, right? So you kind of know how this probably plays out. So love to give you the mic, man. Share with our viewers kind of who you are, what you do, um, and kind of, uh, yeah, how you maybe got started on that journey. Right on. How much time do we have? Uh, As long as you want. You have the mic. Keep it quick. (laughs) So now, Andrew Tate, Kansas City Realty Services, and I've only been in real estate, not even a year and a half. And just made the switch from a brokerage um, to try and do more of my own thing and get mm-hmm. more into larger multifamily deals, but also conversely, yeah. uh, focus on the urban core. That was the sure. whole reason I got into real estate Both. was to help people in the urban core buy their first home mm-hmm. and then invest in their first home because real estate is there's there's not a lot of industries that people have uh, the opportunity to create multi generational wealth yeah. that that they can in real estate. That's right. um, so. I'm passionate about the community, um, yeah, and I'm learning a lot about real estate. And the, the I've always wanted to have my own real estate portfolio. Sure, so that was kind of the impetus is to be able to impact the community, mm-hmm. learn how to do real estate investing myself, and come to find out you can impact the community and make a buck at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah, um, do well in business to do good in the community. Uh, but before that, uh, my career, the majority of it was spent in sales, focused mm-hmm. with uh, CFOs and. And owners of companies helping them lower operating costs. So I spent a good amount of time in like the solar industry, focusing on like energy audits yeah. and quick payback energy projects, things like that. Cool. Very cool. 
Yeah. And what else do you need to know, guys? No, that was just perfect. That was, that was a good high-level synopsis. I appreciate you sharing. Yeah. Well, uh, we, we asked a re- recurring recruiting question each episode um, since we're sponsored by Chief of Staff. And Casey likes to call us the uh, the conduits of culture. Mm. Um, so we find that, you know, focusing on uh, the culture fit mm-hmm. is vital to a long-term successful placement, yep. um, you know, with our clients. So, you know, from your experience, you know, kind of with your with your new company um, and, you know, several sales roles in the past, like what, what do you value when it comes to culture? Oh, man, uh, that's such a big question. And it's, it's pretty flavor of the month right now, mm-hmm. right? Uh, culture. Everyone likes to talk about it. Every business likes to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like very few actually implement it. Mm-hmm. You know, they got sure. the, the core values on the wall and here's right. our culture, but culture's top down. And man, I've seen it done really well and I've seen it done really poorly mm-hmm. and top down from the ownership and yep. leader of the company down. And so they can, you know, have all these pretty things that they print out and, and distribute dist- distribute through the company. But if it's not in practice, people know it, man. Yep. You know, if it's just about the money or it's just about the profit or it's just about the growth, um, People aren't going to buy into it as much unless you're just being upfront about that, right. you know. But you can't, you can't sell a story of you know people first, customer first, impact the community first, and then on the back end how it's all done is you know how's your performance review, what's the bottom line, you know where's revenue, mm-hmm. way to hit your quota twenty twenty five percent more next yeah. next quarter, yeah. mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So yeah, you got to practice what you preach, man. Mm-hmm. And um, talk is cheap, uh, so you got to see it in action. Yeah. Um, that's why. So I think a great indicator for culture uh, is turnover. Okay. You know, yeah. If, you, if a place has high turnover, it's probably they're having issues with culture. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, and it's okay. I mean, some some businesses, it's just it's not about that. It's not about the culture, and it's not about mm-hmm. creating a great place for people to work and grow and mm-hmm. stay for a long time or impact the community or, or warm and fuzzy stuff. But just be upfront about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, there's I've seen some in, you know inconsistencies with that. Um, you know, and and that's all right. But anyways, yeah, that's a big, yeah. big damn question. It's guys. a yeah. good, it's a good piece of info. I mean, we see it all the time. It's it's a candidate driven market right now, mm-hmm. and so you hear that um, not every conversation, but at the forefront of a majority of them. You know, when it comes to culture and, and practicing what you preach and what why they're leaving. Right? Yeah, and so yeah, uh, I, I love you sharing that because it aligns yeah, very that retention piece similarly to what we do every day. Well, you difficult. can control it, right? Sometimes you can't control costs. Sometimes you can't control revenue because maybe the sales cycle's broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, but culture, you can control top down, mm-hmm. and so that's a way that you can create stickiness with your employees and make it a place where people can grow and <clears throat> you know stay for decades. Yeah, um, yeah, because what else? I mean, or or you pay them more, you know, yeah. or you make it easier or whatever, but. Um, culture can be a way that maybe you can save a little bit on labor costs, yeah. uh, save a little bit on some benefits. Like if you've got a culture where people feel like family, mm-hmm. I mean, we spend a lot of time, right? We trade a lot of our time in our lives to go work, to make a buck, yep. to put a roof over our head and, and food in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can make it a place that people actually enjoy, it's huge. Yep. yep. Want to be happy while you're there. Um, yeah. I mean, if you look at like even an NFL example, you know, the Chiefs and the Hunt family, yeah. top down and to Andy Reid and then down to the players, mm-hmm. you know, they make it a family oriented atmosphere. Absolutely. They make it a place that people want to play and want to come to. But then you look mm-hmm. at somewhere like Jacksonville with Urban Meyer yeah. and their ownership group not having their, you know, stuff together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very toxic culture. That place is completely broken. You know, people are, you know, denying interview requests to mm-hmm. be the head coach there now. So, yeah, like, wow. it, uh, yeah, 100%. Companies, 100%. organizations, get your culture right. Yeah. You know, it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the next segment, we, we love to touch on just some quick hitter questions. Mm-hmm. First down, 
sack, Hail Mary. For, yes, all the sports puns. That's yeah. right. First down will just be a small bit of success you've had recently that'll lead to further success. All right, a first down. Uh, you know what? A, first, a, a great first down for me was, uh, you know, changing brokerages when you're in real mm. estate. It's it's starting over. You know, it's like recreating a new right. business. Um, and I was I, I got a really quick hit first down, so we had a family reunion over Thanksgiving and ran into a cousin I hadn't seen in a while, and she needed to get a house. Sure. And so we haven't closed yet, but we're pretty – Pretty clear to close. Yeah. So okay. I was able to jump over to the new brokerage, get something under contract real quick. Nice. Um, you know, that takes a little bit of the pressure off as I'm trying yeah. to rebuild my business and, and shift gears and focus mm -hmm. somewhere else. True Absolutely. That. First awesome. down. What about, a, what about a sack? And there's there's always a negative oh, connotation with it. Baby. So it, it could be a positive that came out of it, right? But something that initially sets you back that you had to overcome. Yeah. Um, what is the quote? Nelson Mandela, I never I never lose. I win or I learn. Yes, uh, that's right. Fail forward, you know, yeah. all these platitudes. Mm -hmm. um, but man, yeah, I've had plenty of humble pie in my career, in my life. Um, so where do you need me to focus this sack? In my dating life? In my career? <laughs> in my uh, it's spiritual life? Um, so I, I would tell you a big one. Um, for me, it was like as I as I left my last brokerage and started the new one. Mm. You know, I wish it was a, a smoother transition. And then there's things I can I can see that I could have done better yeah. and probably should have tried to do it sooner. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot of lessons learned there, yeah. and the dust is settled. And I'm still working with some people over there, and and have a lot of great things cooking at the new spot. And so. Nice. You know, the biggest thing I'm working on right now is patience. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. uh, you Constantly. know, yeah. oh man, and I am so impatient. I'm super, super emotional. I shoot from the hip and, and I like to move quickly, as you can tell by the pace of my speech. <laughs> uh, maybe it's a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, when my, my heart, my head and my gut aren't in alignment, sometimes I just pick one and run with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just need to be more patient and, uh, and, and let that committee come together. Yeah. So that's like that's that. going to help yeah, me. That's the too. lesson I've learned and am and continuing to learn and practice. That's awesome. Sure. Uh, to make sure that, you know, that I don't get too emotional, I don't make quick decisions or hang around too long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Having yeah. the mentality of like uh, being a lifelong learner is like such an important Dude, mentality. Absolutely. So I, yeah, I, I love that. mind and yeah, mm -hmm. how did it go wrong? How do I make sure that doesn't happen again? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a sack, but you know. Patrick Mahomes does okay on third and 15. Are you wise being sacked? He still somehow gets it out of the pocket exactly. out there. So what about a Hail Mary? Mm, Hail big, Mary. Now, okay. Big lofty goal. Big lofty goal for year. 2022. Got it. Uh, so I actually was just doing some goal planning today. This is a week, right, in between Christmas and yep. New Year's where everyone's right. kind of Good planning time. and being strategic. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a revenue goal specifically for real estate agent things. Now, I'm trying to get away from real estate agent things because I want to do real estate investing things. But my my big lofty goal for real estate agent things is just $6 million in revenue. That's mm -hmm. I, did, I did $9 million this year, mm -hmm. almost $9 million. Um, and so only six next year, but I, I, that's in conjunction with trying to start a business right. too, you know, a flipping right. business, Absolutely. helping investors find off-market properties, yeah. uh, manage the projects for them, kind of mm -hmm. doing the general contracting and then sharing in the profits after we sell mm -hmm. or, or they buy and hold mm -hmm. and I can help them find property management. So um, the 6 million in revenue on the real estate agent side, uh, building that, you know, getting a couple flips of my own for investors done this year. And I don't nice. know if that's two or four, or maybe it's just one, um, but having that. And so, yeah, this week has been like process procedures. What are those buckets yeah. look like in the funnels and like, how do we get to revenue and all this stuff? So um, that, all of that boys yeah. uh, and balancing my work life, like, you yeah. know, yep. being, being a great dad yep. and, and carving out time for myself. Like if I've done all that, Hail Mary, Touchdown, Chiefs win. That's, that's right. right. No, that's Super Bowl, the second Super Bowl for Mahomes. That's right. That was a, a hell of a, a goal for you, so I yeah. appreciate you sharing all those. <laughs> yeah, and man. I, I wish you well in all that. Thank yeah. you. 
Um, well, enough talking shop. Let's get into the chop. You know, right. uh, we weren't here last weekend, so we'll quickly touch on that uh, that Chargers game. Yes, um, I mean, what an ending, right? Freaking that roller coaster. I was uh, I was out of money. <gasps> I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I lose. I lose. Yeah, and, and that was a night game, right? So yeah, like, yeah yes. it's always that's always a really rough morning the next day. Yeah. Um, but man, these close games, I just want to blow out so I can relax and enjoy yeah. it and be like, ha ha. <laughs> well, you got you kind of got that with the Steelers game last weekend. Oh, there you go. No doubt. I love. I was saying to a lot of people, I, I love the fact that the Chargers game went down to the wire. I think truly it was the best regular season game maybe in the last three years maybe five years i'd have to go back and, and rack my memory and look at some of those earlier games wow. but i truly believe that. that that was it was so good being on that side of the 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 coin toss you know when yeah. we've been on the other side where brady gets the ball <laughs> and we don't you know gotta do chance, something about so. the nfl over time yeah. man that's not okay hey, we'll I take can, it though we'll, we'll take, take that it one. that time but man I don't, yeah. I don't like the coin toss but i, I am definitely loving the the rivalry brewing between herbert and oh, yeah. Mahomes. like yeah. it's gonna be awesome i yes. don't think the comparisons are fair yet i don't i think herbert's got a little a little ways to go yeah same way with burrow mm-hmm. we'll get into that in a minute sure, but sure. yeah i mean what what a, what a win! I mean, Travis Kelsey just put the team on his back. That was uh, wild. And that yeah, was that such a great run. run. Um, but yeah, I mean, this this Steelers game this past weekend mm-hmm. too. I mean, talk about put the hammer down. Man. Jeez. Uh, in the spirit of Andy Reid, we always give our guests the the first take on you know recapping each game. So, what were your thoughts on that? The Steelers. Uh, Steelers. Game? Oh yeah. man, yeah, not a great season for Ben Roethlisberger to end on. <laughs> Whether seven six and one now or something, uh, man, we beat beat the hell out of them. It was great. Yes, we did. It felt good. Yes, uh, and you know, on all facets of the ball, we yeah. were we were killing it. Offense, yep. defense, special teams. So yeah, I'm I'm more excited for the Bengals game to see. You know, this is a true challenge. The yeah. Steelers. I was maybe a little worried, like they could be a spoiler, but mm-hmm. uh, you you just gotta love it. Even without what well, we were without Kelsey, but we still mm-hmm. had Tyreek, but he didn't play all the downs. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and we got it done. Got it done without him. Yeah. And I feel like it's there's been times where we've got everyone out there and we weren't getting it done right. at the beginning of the year. But things are clicking at the right time of the year, and uh, that feels good because those first – yeah, the first month and a half of the season or whatever, like, yeah, rough. Yep. There were a lot of good components to that most recent game, but to keep it short and sweet – Mr. Pringle, my yeah. gosh, that dude, <laughs> that dude is he's a, a wildcat, right? Yeah, K State guy. He's kind of always, yeah, that's right. He's always had like the the talent, I feel like, but just someone's always been in front of him, and so mm-hmm. for him to get his name called and yep. then drop two touchdowns and and have a, a plethora of catches, I mean, mm-hmm. y- you love to see it, and hopefully he can continue yep. to be a, a viable part of this offense moving forward. Yeah, I mean, he's still battling a drop or two every once in a while, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah. he, I think. That, that's a good confidence game, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that, the Absolutely. two touchdown games, like those are reserved for Kelsey and Hill only. Right? Well, and now the Bengals um, can't sleep on him, right? That's right. right. That's right. But uh, a highlight for me was that freaking run by Clyde. Oh, and that, yeah. that fr- he just bounced off Boom. those guys. And Went yeah, around. I mean, that was so much energy. Like from the start, we knew it was going to be. Uh, was that you know, the hit done. that caused no, the bruise? No, no, it wasn't. He, okay. he still played the rest of the game, but. Um, MRI came back negative. Yep. X-ray came oh, back right. negative on yep. the collarbone. So mm-hmm. he should be back. I bet we shut him down, mm-hmm. uh, but he'll be back for playoffs. So yep. it should be good there. But, um, yeah, I mean, again, we got another huge game coming up uh, against the Bengals here. What are your What are your thoughts on uh, Joey B and the boys? Joey B, uh, you got uh, – he's a hard guy to hate. He's kind of a cool mm-hmm. guy. I know. Yeah. He's, he's a cool dude. He does a lot of stuff in the community and stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's going to yeah. be fun to watch. Yeah. Um, but not, not this weekend. That's right. Yeah. Uh, he won't be. Um, I don't think he's going to have that great of a game. I think some of the games, like what he just had this – what was it, like four touchdowns, points, 500 yards, yeah. or something yeah. stupid, yeah. but it was against a depleted Ravens. Right? Yes. Uh, so he's good. 
borderline great, but uh, I think a lot of their big games have been against mediocre teams. And mm-hmm. We were talking about that earlier. Like the Jets beat this team. Yeah. The Browns beat this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Chargers beat the hell out of this team. Um, so I, it, on paper at first, I was like, oh, man. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to be on this podcast. I better bone up on my stuff. <laughs> and I'm starting to look at the, the, you know, the Bengals yeah. record. And I'm like, you know, the teams they've won and lost against, I'm just, I'm not too worried about it. Right. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a true test because they do have a high-powered offense. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure what their defense looks like, but mm-hmm. um, we're going to shut down that offense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, recency bias in the NFL is, is so dominant, right? You just hear those talking heads of, like, what happened the week prior. Mm-hmm. You did your due diligence, and you quickly realized, oh, we're going to be all right. Yeah. We're going to be a okay. I think, I think they'll be able to put some points up on us, but I don't think Joe Burrow is going to be comfortable at all. I think Chris Jones is going to be in his face. I think mm-hmm. Melvin Ingram and and Frank Clark uh, they're going to get out there and just you know swarm the waters. And so uh, honestly, I I don't see them putting up more than seventeen. Uh, wow. I, I think they only get seventeen on us, like and I'll get my prediction in a minute. I think we're going to be in the thirties. Yeah, sure. I mean, to me, um, I agree. I mean, their their defense got revamped. They made some really good signings. That guy from New Orleans, um, I forget his name, um, that defensive end who leads one of the league in sacks. Mm-hmm. He's really, mm-hmm. really solid. I and, can't think of it. You know, so him. they're young core. I think they have. Mixon, Burrow, Higgins, mm-hmm. and Jamar Chase, all on offense, all under 25. And that and Tyler Boyd guy, yeah, too. Yeah, Boyd, and then mm-hmm. Uzoma is an is a up-and-coming tight end as well. So, I mean, they got the talent, but I just don't think they're there yet in terms of um, you know, being able to, to, to make this a game, in my opinion. Um, I, I saw there's an ESPN segment, actually, that um, you know they, they do quarterback, running backs, wide receivers, and coaching, and they rank everyone, and they pick who has the advantage. And everyone picked uh, Burrow uh, as the advantage. Keep the doing it, and, 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 and I absolutely love it. I mean, you don't you, like Burrow even said, you know, the the def- or defensive coordinator from the Ravens was like, let's not give him a gold jacket yet, and he used yeah. that as bulletin board material in his post game press conference. They asked if that was on his mind. He's like, yeah, maybe. Um, kind of a testament to the the funniness of him and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think he it's fair to even make that comparison yet. I mean, Herbert's not even there yet, and he's had more demonstrated. Success. I think, but in my opinion, everyone's was thinking it's going to be you know Lamar Mahomes or Herbert Mahomes or Allen Mahomes. I think it might be Burrow Mahomes as the next Manning Brady type rivalry that we see in the AFC. You know, five ten years down the line. So I, I think he's got a really bright future with that talent around him. Mm-hmm. But come on, you're not going to get it done this year. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. That'd so. be good for Cincinnati. They haven't had a championship in a very long time yeah. and anything and. Yeah, it's it's an exciting time in the NFL, man. There's a lot of great young talent, yeah. a lot of interesting quarterbacks. Why is it NFC. all in the AFC though? All the young quarterbacks. That's right. Oh, yeah. um, well, yeah. Let's get into score predictions. What are you What are you feeling? Uh, man, I don't. I'm not going to be uh, as conservative on the score for them as you guys. Sure. But, uh, I think maybe maybe like 21-30 Chiefs. Okay. I, like I think, it. and yeah. I don't think it's going to be a close game. I think maybe there's a junk. Uh, yeah, touchdown or maybe even 24 a, a junk touchdown or, sure. or a field goal in there um, and then we're kind of like you know resting guys in the fourth quarter yeah that's what I'm that's what I'm seeing okay. I like that uh, 34 17 Chiefs yep. oh man I like yep. that um, I'm gonna go 38 to 24 nice 38 24 I think it'll be pretty high scoring I bet the over smacks um, oh yeah I mean as good as our defense has been playing we're gonna put up points eventually uh, and I think this might be one of those games but Justin, what are you thinking? Put you on the spot. Uh, I'll go. I'll go Super Bowl score, 
Thirty-one twenty-one Super Bowl score. Like Shout it. out to uh, Justin helping us out this week. Yeah, uh, Tucker. Hope you're doing well, man. I know you're. I think you're taking some PTO, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, enjoy it. Appreciate it, man. Uh, one more question for you guys, yeah. though, um, because so John Madden passed away this week. Mm -hmm. That's right. And Rest in peace, John. Yeah, man. I mean, fond memories of hearing him call games, and, and everyone loves you know the Madden mm -hmm. video game. I uh, was curious if you guys had any Madden moment memories, like maybe your favorite edition of Madden or yeah. favorite player in a Madden yeah, game. Yeah, I like or, that. I like that. Uh, something like that, because mine is going to be Michael Vick. Yeah, I mean, how, circa how like <laughs> 99 or something, where yeah. he was just, you, you couldn't play as him. Yeah. You know, you're playing Madden yeah. with your buddies. Uh, it's like, you can't it was 04. Yeah. It was 04. 04. Yeah. yeah, you can't you can't play as Michael Vick because it's a cheat code. Yeah. <laughs> runs every time, put triple option down the sideline. We, yep. we used to do this thing in my family called uh, Suicide Madden, where we would throw every team on a piece of paper into a hat. And so it was randomized, and you had to pick it out, and that's the team you had to play with. The only team we didn't put in there was the Michael Vick yep. <laughs> Falcons yeah. when he was there. Uh, my Jeez. moment, though, for Madden would be 03. Uh, it was on the GameCube. It was the 2003 version of Madden. It was the very first one I played. The Rams, Marshall Falk, I think, oh. was on the cover. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And just something about the way that game played as a kid was was my John Madden moment for sure. Yeah. Right? That was great. Tory Holt, Isaac Bruce. That's right. Yeah. 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 It was Maybe a good uh, I guess, you know, I mean, 04 Madden, you can't you can't beat that. That's, no. that's exactly where my mind goes immediately. But if I had to pick something else, I used to love – Playing with uh, Trent Green, Tony Gonzalez, um, Priest Holmes, that that year of Chiefs, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. and, and like the greatest show on turf as well with the Rams. Yeah. Like those two teams were always so much fun to play with for me. Um, but yeah, yeah. recipe Sean Man, he will yeah. be missing memories forever for sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's uh, let's wrap it up yeah. and then let's get to watching some football this weekend. Yeah. Well, that does it uh, for week sixteen of Talk and Chop. I think it's sixteen. I don't know, we were gone, so I, I'm pretty sure it's 16. But, uh, <laughs> again, brought to you by Chief of Staff KC. Uh, whether you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to follow us along all season as we interview some of Kansas City's top execs and personalities. Mm -hmm. Andrew, thanks again for uh, filling in and uh, and being with us. It was a great, great episode, great time uh, catching up with you. Thank, Thank you, boys. Yeah. This was fun. Yeah. It was a blast. Yep. All right, well, we'll catch you all next week, and as always, go, go Chiefs. Chiefs.